Yeah, so I think since the last time we put out an episode, I visited you in Texas and you visited me in Utah. I think so, yeah, because because there was the lost episode. <laughs> yeah, we recorded an episode in Austin and it got deleted. And that was the second lost episode. <laughs> yeah, but the first lost episode was actually published. Oh, it was? It was, it was published and then it vanished? I accidentally deleted it off of Amazon AWS. Oh, that's so sad. And I didn't have a backup copy. And that was a good episode, too. I'm going to go ahead and tentatively say, because I don't remember it at all, that it was the best episode. You don't remember which one it was? No. (laughs) It was the one where we interviewed my wife. Oh, yeah, that one was a good episode. That stinks. But, you know what's funny is the two episodes that accidentally got deleted were the ones with guests. Well, we did have one episode with a guest. Oh, yeah, with Aaron. With Aaron. So, yep. <laughs> and Aaron oh, works at Amazon now. I'm kind of jealous. Yeah. Just just straight up boss mode with his career. Yeah. That's, that's how I'm going to describe that move. That's, that's a boss mode move. He was like, I can, if you want an interview, I can get you an interview. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that's cool. Good friends. Good friends. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was telling Aaron that um, there were some openings in Austin for Amazon for um, like IT people, like non-developer jobs, hmm. and uh, but they were all for like Linux admins, and I was like, man, <laughs> I want to work for Amazon. So you were going to try to get him to get you a job? No, oh. no, I was just telling him more like that I had found the job. I okay. Mean, Clearly, I'm not qualified for the job, <laughs> gotcha. but nonetheless, the, the the notion of me working for Amazon is quite appealing. So, yeah, but apparently, he got his job right after they came out with that big news article about how Amazon's a terrible place to work. Oh, so <laughs> I'm not sure how he feels about that. I, I didn't didn't know about that. No, I think it just depends on what job you're doing. If you were like one of the people running around the warehouse, it's probably not going to be a great job. No, it's no different than any other factory job at that point. Yeah. So, which I don't, you, have you ever worked in a factory? Uh, I worked at a place that has a factory, but I was in the office part. That's right. You did data entry. Yeah. I actually did work in the manufacturing side of a factory for a year. So did my brother. Um, it's a rough, rough life, man. <laughs> Go to college, kids. Don't work in factories. <laughs> <laughs> That's a I good remember, lesson. like, on it might not have been the last day I worked there, but on one of the very last days, this woman came up to me who I had been working with basically since day one. And she's like, just promise me one thing. And I was like, what's that? She's like, finish college and never come back. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time I was just like, Oh man, that's, that's so sad <laughs> because it is. But yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I think that was a benefit for me of my summer jobs, you know, just to know that that's not what I wanted to do. Yeah. You, you kind of need a couple of those just like, terrible jobs just to like motivate you and then like even remember like whenever a good job is not going so well that Mm -hmm. like it could be worse it could be much much worse i mean at my first summer job like i did this that weed eating job for three summers in a row and well i don't know the third summer i might have like quit to take the data entry job i don't remember yeah because you quit like I feel like I recruited you, you. Like a day. You, like <laughs> like you got me the job basically, and then you worked for like a day, and then you left to go to another job. Yeah, that would have been interesting to work with you all summer, but I, I still don't know what was the better option because I'd already done that job for two or three summers, and it was like I was tired of it. Yeah, like even though it would have been cool to do it with you. I mean, it was not a enjoyable job. 
doing landscaping work. So yeah, yeah, but anyway, like one of the years I did it, I was like one, the only high school kid, and then there's like three college kids working with me. And they just had, like, the worst attitude, and they, and they said it was, like, the worst job they'd ever had. And they were like, you're crazy if you ever do this job more than one summer. You know? Huh. And I was like, well, I've done it before. Like, well, I guess I'm crazy then. Yeah. <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did the same thing more than once, but I didn't expect a different result. <laughs> you expected it to be exactly the same. Yeah. And it was. <laughs> And then, uh, and then Austin, my brother Austin came on and he got to do painting. Yeah. You know what? I'm glad I did landscaping rather than painting. I would have really hated painting. I don't know though. Uh, painting's a useful skill. It is. It is a useful skill. I just don't have the patience for it or the attention to detail is the wrong word because I do have the attention to detail, but like, I don't have the, um, maybe it's just like the, the motivation to do it. Like it's something that I find extremely boring. And so I don't try very hard at it. Uh, yeah. So that was another problem with me and those college guys is I have a lot of attention to detail and with weed eating, I wanted to do a good job and the other guys thought I was just like slacking off because they would cover like almost all the campus before I I did anything and they were like what are you doing we did like half of it and I was like I was working it's like look at my work look at your work this is what I produce yeah oh man one summer sometimes we didn't really know what we were supposed to weed eat and what we weren't (laughs) If, if you know what I mean like one yep. time we found it just it was like this just huge weed. I don't know I don't know if it's supposed to be there or not, but it was like a giant cabbage. And we just like went to town on it and it was like disgusting and wet and like flying off on us. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. I re- I remember weed eating some of those weeds. Those were quite an experience yeah like sometimes we would run out of schools to to do and then we would go to just some random location where they just store junk like they just store junk on the ground and it's like grown up around it and so we just have to go and just like cut down these huge weeds see i don't remember doing that but i do remember that the alternative school was like the redheaded stepchild and so it was like, if we completely ran out of things to do, we would go take care of the, the alternative school. Yeah, but the alternative school would only take like five minutes. It's mostly gravel. Yeah, there wasn't much to do there. But still, I just, I always found it humorous, though, that it was like, if we completely ran out of things to do, it was like, all right, we're going to go do that. Because there's nothing else for us to do. Yeah, and that place was full of rats. I don't ever recall seeing a rat. I didn't see rats. I just saw what the rats did. Oh, okay. Droppings I, and chewed up stuff. I mean, it's because been... it was like the school part. Like less than less than half of the building was probably the school, and the rest was just a warehouse of junk. Mm. See, because it's I was think I was just now like realizing that's it's been ten years. It's been ten years since I did that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know if you know knew this, but like the first year. It was the maintenance building wasn't at the bus barn. It was in the back of the high school. No, I, it was I, like I, the most junk filled room ever. And so like one of the first things we did when I worked there is moved all the stuff to the to the other building. Huh. And uh, we also just like just threw away tons and tons of trash and junk that were in there. So we would pack up a truck, go into the dumpster just like shovel it in the dumpster, go back for another load. It was kind of fun, actually. So one thing that I do remember happening that summer, which looking back on it, it's actually pretty funny. Um, so like not not my supervisor, but like my boss, I guess, the guy who was like over my bo- my supervisor. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the only, there were three high school kids working, and I was the only one who had my driver's license. Okay. And so um, I don't remember exactly how or what circumstance brought this up, but it was like they needed someone who could drive 
Oh, that's right. They bought a new vehicle. Okay. And so they needed someone who could drive the vehicle back from the dealership. And so we went out there in this like piece of crap truck that like, you know, barely runs and is a manual transmission. <laughs> oh. And so we get to the dealership <laughs> to pick up the truck. And he's like, all right, you drive the old truck back. And I'm like, I don't know how to drive a standard. And he's like, are you kidding me? And I'm like, no. And so here this guy, like 16-year-old kid, and he has to let me drive this like brand new $25,000 truck. He was really not happy about it. I was like. I'm sorry, dude. I I can drive that one. I can't drive that one. I remember um, one time there was a high school kid and they let him drive a truck a little bit. One time he he was just backing up. He was backing up like five feet and he just ran the the rearview mirror into a pole. Oh <laughs> man, nope, can't do that. Got you got to you got to have some skills when you're driving. That's the rule. <laughs> I remember one of the one of the more fun moments was, you know how we used to like drive um, forklifts around between campuses. I never drove a forklift ever. <laughs> you never drove a forklift just around in a building, like. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, I didn't. I didn't drive a forklift between the schools. I don't think. I think sometimes I I drove a vehicle behind a forklift with the with the emergency lights on but one time it was at the end of the work day we needed to drive the forklift from the junior high back to the high school and my parents were going to pick me up after work and so i just hop on the back of the forklift you know and i'm just riding on the back of the forklift down the road and then show up and my parents are there did your parents get upset i don't remember i don't remember them getting upset at all that's good yeah, that was kind of fun. And it's 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 fun to ride on the back of forklift because the steering is in the back. So when you're sitting back there, you're like you're the part that's just moving. You're like whipping room. around. Yeah. That's awesome. And on the plus side, you didn't die. So there's that too. Yeah. I think at some points I would ride on the back of forklift like in the in the maintenance area and they would do like donuts, and that was fun. See, I remember the one, like one of the like really strong memories I have was uh, getting hit in the these... face with rebar. Oh, I was going to bring up a positive memory, but thanks for that one. <laughs> um, no, uh, but so I was, I was trying to mow this hill, and in high school, I probably didn't weigh a hundred pounds at the time. <laughs> Okay. And so literally I couldn't mow this hill because like the angle was such that like it would trigger the sensor to like tell the lawnmower that I was no longer <laughs> on the thing. So I had to like get someone else who weighed more to do it for me. Man. And I was mocked with just so badly for that. They were like, come on. <laughs> there was one guy that weighed a lot more, right? There were several. <laughs> I, I don't know if my boss was still your boss when you worked there that year. I don't think so. I think I had a different boss than you. Okay. It was a guy that weighed a lot when I worked there. A lot. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Wow. So, I saw that uh, you uploaded something to YouTube. I did. How'd you see that? I got a notification from Googles. From Googles? From Googles. Google Plus? (laughs) Yeah. What What you miss on Google Plus? And oddly enough, all, those messages are always about Aaron's stuff. But this time, it was about you. And so I actually just watched your video a few minutes ago. Oh, what what'd you think? I mean, I didn't... I Well, I no, I did understand it. But I will say, I was pretty impressed with your production. Like, Oh, thank you. So it was, it was good. Like, I was like, wow, like, you're pretty legit with, like... You got, like, the post-credit, like, click to see my other videos. Like, yeah. and it, like cut in between them and then you like you had screen sharing as well as your face i was like bro when did you learn how to do this yeah yeah and i've got a good mic and i i even set up lighting so i'm not 
like I shut the curtains and I turn off the light in the room, but I've got these like painter's lights with really bright, um, like uh, natural light, light bulbs. Uh huh. And then like I covered those with pillowcases. So it's kind of soft. Nice. But I, I found out I can't point them right at my face or I just look super white. So no, one I mean, of them is kind of kind of super white. Yeah, but... <laughs> one of them is just kind of pointing on the wall, and one's pointing, lighting up the room behind me. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of funny that like you released that one because I actually have just kind of started experimenting with like recording videos um, with my DSLR. Um, the results have not been what I was hoping for. <laughs> oh, what kind of videos? Um, so basically I decided I wanted to start recording a video segment, just like short little videos that was just like called something like today I was thinking. Okay. And I just talk about whatever happens to be on my mind. Like, like for YouTube? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so I guess in some ways like a vlog, but not really because it's not like I really plan on talking about what's going on in my life. I just want to talk about whatever I happen to be thinking about. At that particular moment. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, cool. But I, I'm having I, audio problems right now, so... Oh, are you using the built-in mic? I bought a uh, standalone mic. Oh, but, what'd you buy? Um, well, basically a knockoff of the Nikon one that they sell. Um, it's a shotgun mic oh. that sits on your hot shoe... Um, then it has a 3.5 millimeter uh, connector to the camera. Okay. Um, but the so problem I'm shotgun having is, means it has to be pointed right at you, right? Right. Um, so it's a stereo shotgun mic. So it's directional. Yeah. But, you know, um, having a lot of problems with just like noise floor, um, just picking up a lot of white noise on all of my recordings. Huh. Um, does it have a game? So, yeah, it does, and I've tried adjusting it, and it's not not going super well right now. So I, I've got to do some more testing to see if I can figure out something to do to make it sound better. You but, think it's just the room? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think okay. it's something with the camera, but I, I don't know. Yeah, so I, I just use a standalone mic recorded on the computer and then use a camera by itself and then, um, sync the audio, sync the audio. Yeah. And I've had mixed results, like trying to get it to sync automatically, but it's really easy to sync it manually. If you just do three claps. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Cause gotcha. the, the, the claps are just three spikes. So what do you, what do you use to like audit uh, edit your your videos? Man, I used to use Premiere Pro, but because I had Creative Cloud from work, and right? I, and now they cut me down to just audio, just Illustrator and Photoshop. Bummer. And so now I'm on a. I tried iMovie, and I was like, I can't do iMovie. <laughs> just not gonna work. Yeah. I mean, it almost worked, but I couldn't. For the picture-in-picture, picture, I couldn't get it to sit on the right spot. Gotcha. Um, so I'm on the free trial of Final Cut right now. Okay. Final and Cut, that's, yep. that's $300. That's cheaper than I really would have anticipated it being. Yeah. I mean, that's about as cheap as you would expect. Like, It couldn't go any cheaper than that. Yeah, because I, I thought I remembered Final Cut. Oh, because there's Final Cut and there's Final Cut Pro, right? No, I'm talking about Final Cut Pro. Oh, it is Pro. Okay. Because yeah. I, I was thinking Final Cut Pro used to be like $2,000. No, I think the, the non-Pro version is basically iMovie. Gotcha. See, I'm I'm trying to, you know, and the thing is, like, I have no video editing experience whatsoever. And so, like, I was trying to play around a little bit with, um, I have a copy of Premiere Elements. Hmm. And so it's like a stripped down version of Premiere. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. I'm probably going to have to hop on like Linda or something and learn a little bit more about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I was using Premiere Pro, I had to go on Linda to learn the basics. When I started using, you know, Final Cut, I was like, well, you know, I've been using Premiere Pro. I've got this. I couldn't do anything until I hopped (laughs) on Linda. 
and I watched uh, the whole introductory course for like two hours before I could do anything. Nice. Yeah, that's that's probably going to be what I do. See if I can. I think I can get a because uh, Linda is owned by Amazon now, and no so way. yeah, Amazon bought them last year, I think. Huh. And so, um, as a Prime member, they automatically offer you a seven-day free trial. So even though I've used a, the seven-day free trial before, I've been offered another one. So it's like, okay, uh, <laughs> I'll just do it again. <laughs> nice. Yep. Yeah, Linda's really good for Adobe products and, and video audio editing. Yeah. It's It's okay for programming stuff, but there's other resources for that. Yeah, so I started doing programming videos because I realized there's not a ton of good ones on YouTube. Yeah. And there's I mean, got to be a huge demand. Cool. Yeah, I would certainly think so. Well, I was seeing, I watched an uh, interview with uh, Stan Lee. Stan Lee. <laughs> I always have to Stan specify Lee. because everyone's always like, Stan Lee who? And it's like, no. Yeah, are you Stan? A- Lee. Are you on a first name basis? Who is this guy? What's his last name? <laughs> but I was watching an interview with him and he was talking about um, basically how people don't read anymore. Yeah. And he was saying that like what he hopes is is that like the Marvel Cinematic Universe it actually like gets people inspired to where they want to know more. You know, more than what the movie is showing them. Yeah. And so he's hoping that like that will push people to read more. Yeah, because I think comic books totally count as reading. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't they count as reading? They are reading. You have to read. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of pictures involved. So, yeah. So they don't have to describe every detail. I started reading uh, Batman comics. Nice. Like from what era? Modern or? So or... it's a, it's like a three-part series of um, – like some of the classics kind of walking you through the different eras. So it's, it's, they're all by Neil Adams. Okay. And, uh, I read the first, the first one, which is all from like 19, I think it's like late sixties, early seventies. Gotcha. And a lot of them have Superman in them. Huh? Stupid Superman. <laughs> Nobody likes that guy. <laughs> it was interesting too. Cause a lot of them were like, Superman and Batman fighting or working together or having some sort of contest. And so it was interesting to read that before watching Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was, especially considering, well, the thing about the, the, I don't know if you know this, but so the, the all of the new DC movies and TV shows um, are based off of the new 52 universe, which is only like five or 10 years old, I think. Okay. And so sometimes people get frustrated or confused who are like more classic comic book readers because they're like, that's not the way it happens in the comics. And it's like, well, you're talking about like non-New 52 universe. In the New 52 universe, that's how that stuff happens. Yeah, I so, mean, there's well, probably like a million ways it happened in the comic books. Yeah. Um, I mean, how could you have how could you have a series about one character span decades without doing it over again? You can't. <laughs> and some of so some of the comics are just really weird because I'm I'm reading through different different you know timelines or universes I guess like sometimes Teen Titans comes in or huh. or Batgirl or Wonder Girl no not not Wonder Girl Supergirl like Supergirl yeah man that is I, Supergirl has slowly become one of the better superhero tv shows i don't know if you knew there was a supergirl show i did not currently currently huh it's on cbs and uh oh what is her name i'm totally blanking on the lead actress's name but um she was in glee for a short period the the later seasons of glee not early seasons oh yeah i dropped off glee whenever they got a new cast like yeah that's basically when i dropped as well um, but she's done a, uh, oh, Melissa Benoist. That's her name. That's okay. right. Uh, and she was also in 
Whiplash, if you saw the movie Whiplash. Oh, apparently Supergirl is moved from CBS to CW for season two. Or is moving. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> Why? Because that means that... Okay, so they did one episode this season where Flash crossed over into Supergirl because Flash is owned by CW. And so with Supergirl being on CW, it means... Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl can have crossovers. Oh. Like, that is so awesome. I'm stoked about that news. I had not heard that, but that's great news. I'm all about the crossovers. I love crossovers. Uh, Is CW what used to be WB? Yes. Okay, so um, Smallville was on WB. WB, yes. Because they own the rights to DC. (laughs) Well, how was it on CBS then? It was licensed. Okay. Because um, you probably didn't watch this show, but there was a show called Lois and Clark. Oh, I loved that show when I was a kid. Okay. That was on CBS. Okay. So they must have the license for Superman is the only thing I can figure out because that's two shows that they've had that I know were on their network. So. Hmm. You know the way licensing works. It's, It's a very tricky terrible thing (laughs) yeah yeah that's why i was surprised so i'm gonna say some spoilers about have you seen the new captain america i have i'm actually surprised you have yeah (laughs) yeah so so spoiler alert if no one if someone hasn't listened to it watch it i was really surprised to see spider-man on that because spider-man was licensed to sony it was a big licensing hurdle to accomplish it but yeah huh and oh mm, never mind i won't tell you because you hate any hint of a spoiler so i won't tell you okay even though i have fun things to say (laughs) so yeah i i wasn't going to see it uh this soon probably but i i got free tickets to it on opening night so i was like awesome oh you saw it before me then cool yeah Oh, I loved it. What What did you think? Oh, it was probably the best, one of the best um, new Marvel movies. I, I think it's my favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. I, I'm I am pretty sure it is. Yeah, I think it was probably my favorite, but it, it doesn't stand alone. No. No, it, it definitely needs, at the very minimal, like minimum, you need to have seen... Winter Soldier, Captain America Winter Soldier. Yeah. You probably could skip most of the rest of them. There would be points that you would be lost in, but if you hadn't seen Winter Soldier, you'd be like really confused watching Civil War. Yeah, I mean, I think seeing the first Avengers would be good and then seeing Ant-Man would be good. Just because he's Why so, Ant-Man? Just because he's so funny in this movie, I think it oh. helps to see Ant-Man first. Paul Rudd, dude, like I, I did not like that was a casting decision that I was like, Paul Rudd, like yeah. I don't know about that, but he's so funny. Like, yeah, he's so funny. Yeah, he's great. Actually, uh, you're gonna hate me for this, but when he first showed up, I was like Deadpool. <laughs> I mean, the costumes are a little bit similar, like both dark red, like dark color schemes. I can understand how you might think And they're that. both funny. But in different ways. Yeah, of course. But w- the, the first few words out of his mouth just made me think he was Deadpool. Yeah. But, you know, if I, if I uh, continue to think he was Deadpool, I'd be like, why is he not being really crude? <laughs> this is way too clean of humor for this. This is absurd. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, do you remember the scene whenever uh, Hawkeye first shows up? Yeah. So, like, if you look over in the corner, you see this, like, dark, shadowy figure. I was like, is it going to be Deadpool? Is it going to be Deadpool? And then it turned out to be Vision, and I was really sad. Oh. Okay, how about the cat guy? When he showed up, I was like, Catman? (laughs) Catman? Black Panther? (laughs) I love the scene where they're like, so you really like cats? <laughs> what? I mean, a guy shows up dressed up like a cat. You, you've got questions. <laughs> I mean, it did seem like a reasonable question. And it yeah. did. Yeah. 
<laughs> also, I found his that that was the character I had the most problems with out of any character in that film. I was just like, okay, A, he shows up to a superhero team that has been fighting like aliens and yeah. like demigods, like all sorts of stuff. And he's able to keep up instantly. Like he has no problem. He can take on the Winter Soldier and he's fine after like it took all of the Avengers to work on the Winter Soldier. And there's or, well, like, no, that's not true. But... There's no explanation of if he has any powers. He's just a guy with a suit with money that has an agenda. Yeah. And and apparently they're going to explain all of it in the Black Panther movie. There's going to be a standalone Black Panther movie where okay. they're going to explain all of it. But I'm like I feel like a little bit of background would have been helpful. More yeah. so than like, oh, well, your dad is like the president of the UN or whatever. Yeah, I was just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and I hope there's a Spider-Man movie. There is. That's already been announced. It's awesome. And it's the same guy. Spider-Man uh, is really funny, too. Tim Holland, I think is his name, or Tom Holland. One of the two. Tim or Tom Holland. I don't know, but he's cool. He is cool. And most people are already agreeing that, like, that is the closest that any um, any movie has ever come to, like, accurately, de- like, portraying Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, because he's, like, he's so funny, and he's just, like, he's so naive and just, yeah, like, raw. It's great. It's, like, yeah. that's what we want Spider-Man to be. Yeah. You don't want Spider-Man to be emo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Spider-Man 3, the movie that never should have been made. Yeah. Kind of like Amazing Spider-Man 2, also should never have been made. <laughs> hey, they had to keep it, keep do it to keep their licensing. Ah, uh, just give it up. Give up the license. Just give up that license, please. Yeah. Um, but you know who was not very great in this movie? Who? Vision. Ah, uh, Vision's always kind of a sucky character. He's just not he just interesting. Seems, he seems really powerful, but he he doesn't do anything to help. In fact, he he only hurts. He's just stupid. It's like he's supposed to be this like pure in heart character or whatever, but I just don't want him there. Yeah. Like I just do not want him to be there. I'm like, just go away. See, Can you we know get the, a real superhero? You know the scene where they're like running away into the hangar. And Vision, like, knocks out that part of the building or whatever. Yeah. He could have just destroyed the ship that they're going to fly away in. Yeah, he could have. He's not very smart. uh, I kind of want Hulk to show up and just, like, knock the crap out of Vision. (laughs) And then leave. (laughs) That's all he does. He just punches Vision, like, so hard. And he's like, deuces. (laughs) But apparently Wanda is so super powerful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and does she not have like a superhero name? Is it just Wanda? Yes, she does. Scarlet Witch. Okay. So they were using their real name so much in this movie, I didn't even know that. Yeah. They, that's true. They did. They, they used the real name of the person way more than they use like the superhero name. Like, like they kept referring to War Machine as Rhodey. And I was like... Who is Rhodey? You mean War Machine? Wait, who's War Machine? Don Cheadle. Iron Man sidekick. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. It's like, why do we need two Iron Men? (laughs) Well, it's because, like, Don Cheadle's character, he is basically, like, the government version of Iron Man. Iron Man is just like, you know, he's like, the rich guy who does it all himself. And then War Machine, though, is like the version that exists for the United States government. Hmm. Okay, also another question. In in Winter Soldier, that's like the origin story. That has the origin story of... Bucky. Uh, I'm, ta- I'm thinking of the flying guy. The flying guy. Yeah, he's got the all wings. Right. Oh, um, Falcon. Falcon. I don't really get that. So he's just a guy who used this technology when he was in the military and he becomes a superhero because he went and stole it, stole his equipment back from the government. That's the gist of it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And then they don't ask for it back. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. Who am I to question it? (laughs) 
They're like, oh well. I guess you can have it. You did pretty good with it. Yeah, when they when they're making that when they're making that mandate in the in uh, Civil War, part of that mandate could have been like, oh yeah, if you've stolen government equipment to get your power, just give it back. Yeah, definitely. So, did you stay for the post credit scenes? Yes, I kind both of, of them. There was two of them. There was two? No. Uh-huh. So in the first scene, um, you see that Black Panther has cryogenically fr- agreed to cryogenically freeze and keep the Winter Soldier. Right. That's cut, that's cut scene one. Okay. And then in cut scene two, it's really kind of lame, but it was like Spider-Man shows up and he's all like beaten up and whatnot, and Aunt May is asking about him. And then, like, he, de- like, pushes something or whatever, and, like, this projection goes up on the ceiling. And it's, like, this, like, uh, like Iron Man. It's clearly something that Iron Man has designed, but it's, like, design ideas, I guess, for what Spider-Man's, you know, suit or whatever is going to become or something. Uh. It was kind of unclear, but it, it looks, it kind of looked like something in between Iron Man and Deadpool. So, I don't know. It was kind of interesting looking. Huh. Okay. Okay, so the whole idea of freezing Bucky makes mm-hmm. no sense to me, right? Because in order to control them, all they have to do is unfreeze him and know the secret words, right? Right. And he could be frozen for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And they'll still be able to unfreeze him and use the secret words and control him. Whereas if he just continued to live his life, he would eventually die. Well, I think the theory is at least that they will figure out a cure for whatever they did to Bucky's brain. I think that's the theory. And the theory is that he's protected so they couldn't break in and get him. Exactly. That's the theory. Yeah. I don't think um, being locked is going to stop any bad guy, though. No, it usually doesn't stop bad guys. No. Like, if they want something bad enough, they go get it. And I was watching a review for uh, Civil War, and they brought up a really good point. Um, so you probably didn't catch this guy's name either, but the main villain is a guy named Zeno, or Zemo. Zemo, I think. Zemo. Um, and it's actually really cool that, that they let him kill all of the other Winter Soldiers. Because he's like... It's like, I don't want this. Like, I don't want more of these bad guys out there. It's like, he's a bad guy, but he's a bad guy that you can't hate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's not, like, you don't hate him. You're like, no, I get why you did what you did. Your motivation is understandable for doing these things. Yeah. So, That's, I thought yeah, that was kind of cool. That is really interesting. He's not just this one-dimensional character that you're supposed to hate. Yeah. He's actually kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And another thing, I don't know if you picked up on this, but I thought it was interesting. There's no mention of S.H.I.E.L.D. whatsoever in the entire movie. Yeah. So didn't S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, break up in Winter Soldier? Uh, see, now it's hard for me to keep track of the timeline because like, I've... I've watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as well. And so, like, that's right. I think I think they do. So, for what you see in Winter Soldier is they break up. But the reality is they didn't really break up. Right, be, uh, because in Winter Soldier, S.H.I.E.L.D. was infiltrated by... Hydra. Hydra. Right. So, it's been kind of interesting because last... Or, I should say, like, really every single... Uh, time that there's been a Marvel movie released, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has done something that kind of complements it. And it's really, this time, they just basically ignored it and pretend like the stuff going on in the, in the movies didn't happen on the TV show. I thought the TV show was canceled. No, it's still on the air. Wow. I didn't think it was very good. I, I I'm surprised it's not canceled. It's... 
No, I, I'm really like trying to figure out how to say it's it's better than what it is, but it's really it's still not very good. <laughs> it's just it's mediocre at best. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's not super good. Oh, I did start watching a show that I I'm finally hooked on a show. What and so do you have Netflix again? Yeah. Okay. I so got it. What, I got it just for this. Wow, just for this one show. Okay, well, what what show is that? House of Cards. House of Cards. I've never seen it. I have seen the. I've seen a lot of hype around it, though. Yeah. I did watch a show that you recommended to me, and wish I had not. <laughs> what show? Black Mirror. Oh yeah. Did you skip the first episode? No, I watched the first episode. No one takes my advice. It skips the first episode. Well, I kind of forgot until like I was like 15, 20 minutes into it that you told me to, to stop watching it. And then I like I was like, no, I'll go ahead and watch the second episode as well. And I watched the second episode and I was like, no, I don't, I don't want this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's every, every show is kind of hard to watch in its own way. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't want the episodes to be hard to watch. But they're they're a, they're like a satire on technology. Yeah, I mean, I get that. I get that it's an artistic piece. It's it's designed to be like a thought provoking thing. It's just, yeah, <laughs> that's it's just hard. Like it's difficult to watch something like that. Yeah, I forget what is the second episode like. Um, the second episode is the one where basically they have to like ride the bicycles all the time. Not uh, ringing a bell? Oh, oh, oh! That one was cool. They're they're all wearing white and they're like getting points and then they can spin it on stuff. Right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love that one. Like I was just so depressed at the end. Like, like they did like the reveal and I was like, oh. Wow, that's really sad. <laughs> um, so what I like about it is that at first it seems really out there. It's really outrageous, you know, and right. it's really difficult to watch because something terrible or weird is happening to some to somebody. Yeah. But then you think about it and you're like, that could happen. It could happen, yeah. Well, they didn't really go into explaining, like, why, though. Like, why, why society was set up like that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of them are like that. You know that, that movie that's a it's a horror movie, but it, there's, like, one night where, it, uh, like, murder is legal? The Purge? Yeah, The Purge. Mm -hmm. There's one episode kind of like that. And, and they have episodes like that where you don't, you don't know the setup or the history. The first episode's like modern day, so there's no setup. But a lot of them right. are futuristic. Yeah, and that's kind of hard for me, like because you like you're just jumping into the middle of a situation. And you're like, I need background. Like, what what led to this? What caused this? But for what they're doing, it's not relevant. Yeah, but, and it makes you ask questions. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, are they generating power? Is that the reason that they're riding bicycles all day? Was it? Did Americans get too fat, and so they decided this was how they were going to keep Americans skinny? Like, yeah, I don't why, know. Why are some people janitors and some people are riding bikes? Yeah, I don't know. There's there, there there's a lot to that. <laughs> I thought it was so funny about how some of the stuff on TV is all about uh, just like making fun of the janitors. Yeah, that was kind of weird. And like the video games where like you killed the janitor, it's like why. <laughs> But it, it reminded me a lot of me. Like that, it sounds like something I would do. Where uh, you know, if I if I really had something in mind, like a goal in mind, I'd be like, I'm not buying anything. Not, I'm just going to watch the standard free thing that they show on the screen, yep. and then uh, like sit by the janky um, vending machine and wait till people like don't get their food out, and then you go and grab it. Didn't he do that? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that show. Nope. Just a whole lot of nope. Nope. I recommended it to a guy at work just the other day, and he loves it. 
He loves it. There's like there's like four of us at work that love that show, or five. I get. I guess it's just not a me kind of show. It's not a show for me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, okay. House of Cards. I haven't been hooked on a show since, uh, like Lost and Breaking Bad and Dexter. Mm-hmm. And I guess you can throw in, um, like. Black Mirror, even though I, I watched all that in like two days. Whoa. Although they just came they came out with a Christmas special I haven't seen yet. Gotcha. In Sh- Sherlock. But I didn't binge watch Sherlock because I've watched it as it came out. Oh really? Okay. I've only seen like two episodes of Sherlock. And it's just it's a lot it's a lot of commitment because each episode is an hour and a half. Yeah, each one's like a movie. Yeah. So it's just, you have to be really committed to that one to watch it. But I mean, when you're really into it, you're glad that they're that long. (laughs) Eh. (laughs) You know what I mean? I I feel like when when you really enjoy something, you want it to last. And I feel like that's probably why you didn't like The Revenant and I did. You felt like it was too long. Yeah, but I really liked it, so I didn't mind how long it was. You didn't mind how long it was because you really loved it. <laughs> I mean, same yeah, thing with, a, like... with the Hobbit. Like, I think they made the Hobbit long. I don't think they would have made the Hobbit as long if they made the Hobbit first. Yeah, I agree but, with that. But because they came back, they're like, "Oh, we want to like make it really long and extend it, and make it really enjoyable, and add in all these extra details, and bring back these old characters." And no, it's. Like I enjoyed it because I wanted more Lord of the Rings, but I realized it was too long. See, I I saw all of the Lord of the Rings movies one time, and I have no intention of ever watching them again. You know, I've only seen them once as well. Really? Yeah. And they were the director's cut. Ooh, that's a rough way to to get introduced to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and then take a two and a half hour movie and make it three and a half hours. And now I've read the book, so I do want to go back and watch them. Oh, so um, I got to ask a strange question, and I want to see what your answer is to this question because it's a question that's relevant to you as well. So I got asked by a girl on Monday, "Well, why do you grow a beard?" And it was like one of those questions that I'm like. Uh, well, there's a lot of reasons why I grow a beard, I guess. But but I'm curious as to your answer to the question, why grow a beard? I I bet I know the reason a lot of people think guys grow beards, and that's because they're lazy. Which is part of the reason. It is part of it. I mean, it is part of the reason, but that's not the main reason. That's actually the only reason why I started growing a beard. I would agree. I would agree. It started that way. That was the way it got started. I think for you, you like that it's your beard's red. You're dang right I do. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it's red definitely encourages me to keep it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, for me... I guess I feel like it's a little bit more manly and I'm lazy and it's just fun. It's for me, it's just something that's fun, a little bit different. I'm not going to keep it for forever. That's fair. So I, I, I told them, I was like the number one reason I grow a beard is to age myself because without my beard, I look, I, I seriously do look like I'm in high school without a beard. Yeah. And so like, and even still, like when I first started my job, um, one of my customers asked if I was old enough to do my job. That was a question that was asked of me Wow! with a beard, with a beard. <laughs> so is it and working? So, it, it definitely works because I have shown many people pictures of me without my beard because I, I shaped it for like, and like a week or two last year. Okay. Um, and everyone agrees, like, yes, you look so much younger 
without it. And so it's not that it makes me look particularly old, but it helps a lot. You know what else? I have a very baby face. Like, my face is very babyish. You know what else you could do to make yourself look older? What? Shave, like, the middle top part of your head off. Like, the, (laughs) the, the hair on the top part of your head. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that idea. Just leave it around the sides, though. Nope, 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 nope. I already have that to look forward to in about five to ten years, so I'm going to I'm gonna delay the inevitable for as long as I can. Yeah. Oh, man. You're not going to go for a comb-over? No. I don't, I don't know if I will go to the completely shaved head, but I'd say that's the logical choice. Yeah, I'll go with beard and shaved head, probably. Yeah, I think uh, beard with a shaved head is a pretty cool style. Yeah. I might need to like put on some muscle to pull the look off, you know, so I look like I'm in a biker gang or something. But the red beard just really just does not it. Like that's what I like about my red beard is red beards make you look friendly. Like everyone's like, oh, he's so friendly. He's got a red beard. It's cool. Versus if it was like a dark color, then like, oh. You gotta be careful around that guy. He's kind of sketchy. Huh. That's a theory. It's a theory. It is a theory. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any evidence of that? No. Okay. <laughs> what would you have done, though, if I did have evidence? I want to hear it. <laughs> I mean, I don't, but what if I did? <laughs> That would be pretty funny. <laughs> you just thought I was pulling that out of my butt, but I was not. <laughs> it, it would have been an epic moment, but sadly, I, I don't. I don't have any hard evidence for this. Okay. So yeah, this is a uh, this is our farewell episode. The farewell. I forgot to mention that at the beginning. As we walk off into the sunset. Uh, metaphorically. Metaphorical sunset, sunset on the on the beach, holding hands. The... Ah! <laughs> now I feel like one of us is gonna die. It's it's just it's gotten too much. 